Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Friday edition of Big Bets here on Visa and Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming to you from South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. It's not just a normal Friday. It is Veterans Day. I know you and I always yes. have to give our respects to everybody out there uh, serving this fine country so that people like you and I can talk about sports and gambling <laughs> and have fun while the men and women serving our country are doing the yeoman's work. Well, I don't even look at it just simply because we get to watch sports. I get, I get it because we don't get to live under stupid regimes right. like you do in you know North uh, North Korea and other places like that. Absolutely, I always yeah. say it's the best country in the world. And oh my goodness, who is that kid? Dave Ross. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Dave you, Ross. Dave Absolutely. Ross. So cool, you guys. By the way, that hard charger right there, 110 pounds, 18 years of age, right there. That was uh, at Paris Island, South Carolina, where you get your dress blues once you graduate, and. Uh, like, I look back at that picture, and I go, my goodness, I can't believe I actually did that. Because it's, it's just been uh, – it's a game changer. It's a life changer for me. And, you know, I talk about this all the time, how much fun I get to do what I do. And people are like, why are you always in a good mood? I'm like, because I'm not getting shot at today. I mean, it's just – it's the simple things in life. But when you put yourself like the men and women do uh, every day in this country just to serve it, it really does give you a different perspective. I hope everybody can appreciate – our freedoms that we have in the United States. Well, whether you do or you don't, you should learn to if you aren't already. And, you know, just any servicemen and women that you know of or and even their families, right? It's oh, a man. tremendous sacrifice on their families. So uh, hats off to every single person that has served, currently serving, and uh, hopefully they'll all be back home soon. I appreciate that, gentlemen, too. That's really cool of you guys, and it really is cool. It's like, I, you know, driving in, I see the American flags and cars out there, and I'm like, 
it's just it, it's a different vibe that you sure. get on Veterans Day across the country. So if you see a veteran today, uh, give them a little uh, thank you and, uh, you know, ask them what service they're in. I know that we always love to just say, yeah, Marine Corps, Navy, Army, Air Force, Marine. Doesn't matter. So wherever you, you might be coming to us, uh, we really do appreciate your service. Let's get into uh, some of the things today that we have to talk about and certainly some big things we've been keeping an eye on all week. And that's probably the biggest story has been Josh Allen all week long, right? And so he did not practice for the third straight day today. He's got a UCL. I'm not a doctor. But I do recall that Josh Allen's had this injury before. It was in his non-throwing arm, and he missed significant time with that. Yeah. This one is on his throwing arm and his elbow. And I'm all, you know, it's something you, Kelly, and I were kind of kicking the tires on before we even started the show. My question is simple. Why would he play? What would be the upside of Sean McDermott rolling the dice of trying to play Josh Allen, even though he's not officially out? We've yeah. seen the number drop like a rock this week. I just don't know why you'd even push the envelope. I hear what you're saying, but a couple of factors involved. Buffalo right now is uh, sitting at, what, 6-2? and two? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They, good point. They, they haven't run away from the division. Correct. And so Miami, remember, Miami beat them. Uh, the Jets beat them. Yeah. They're 0-2 in the division. You would never think that this Buffalo team, the way they've played so far, is 0-2 in the division. And, remember, and also coming up in a few weeks, weeks 13, 14, and 15, Three straight games against division opponents at New England Jets and Dolphins. So they haven't been able to run away with this thing. And I'll tell you another thing that was unexpected. The New York Jets are right there. Think about this. If Buffalo were to drop this game and on the off chance the Jets win at Orchard Park, mm. then the Jets hold the tiebreaker. This is insane because, again, I'm thinking big picture, right? Like, my goodness, they're Super Bowl contenders. We all that know that. But your point is, is well taken. You do have to win this division. We saw what happened last year when you go on the road against Kansas City in a game you had won until you didn't have it won. Yeah. And all of a sudden you go, well, it's almost like we've just wheeled the Bills to the number one seed in the AFC. you got to go out and earn it. And now with those two losses, as you mentioned, to the Jets and the, and the Dolphins on the road, and now the Vikings come in as a 7-1 team, a team that could, you know, we're seeing this number drop. It's now 3.5. So the odds makers even telling you with Case Keenum, this could be uh, almost a coin flip game. I wonder if it gets under three by the time we get to kick on Sunday. And they got a lot of defensive players that are out, too. I know right. Greg Rousseau is out uh, as well. So they've got some big injuries across the board for the Bills. And, of course, the biggest one being Josh Allen. All of a sudden, you could be six and three. Yeah, Poyer out this week as well. Their stud safeties out as well. So, I mean, they've got defensive liabilities. You're going to lose Josh Allen. I'm waiting for Naheem Himes, and the reason why I thought they got him from Indianapolis is to help shore up that running game, that could be on display big time on Sunday if Josh Allen can't go. Also, one other thing, remember, they're tied with Kansas City in terms of record. They do hold the tiebreaker right now by that a virtue of that head-to-head victory over the Chiefs. But you know you don't want to have to go back to Arrowhead to play in January to have to get to a Super Bowl? No, you do not. That has not worked out well. You, you, this is interesting to me, too, and we always talk about being a VEASAN Pro subscriber because you can get access to the betting splits like we do each and every day. Look where the bets are coming in. Now, the money... Uh, is coming in so far slightly on Minnesota, 58%. You can understand why. Remember, this not, this line was, what, nine and a half when it opened before the Josh Allen news. The bets, though, 55% on Buffalo. So you're starting to kind of see it feels like that true betting split yeah. where you might have, all right, the percentage of bets is coming here, but really the money is starting to come on, on my on Minnesota. And now it's almost twofold now, as you see here, as the changes happen the spread now, it's really all coming in on Minnesota. 
Well, look, I think the expectation is that Josh Allen's not going to play, and I really believe this injury might be worse than they're letting on yes. because you don't want to allow people to realize that, hey, he's not going to play. Make him think he's sitting out one week because then it helps in the preparation realizing, hey, we're not going to face Allen. Let's start looking at what we got to do for Case Keenum. Maybe you change the dynamics and it becomes more difficult in a condensed week if you don't know who's going to be the quarterback. And, look, I still believe Buffalo is going to win this football game. Wow. I think Keenum's going to be just efficient enough. There's still good talent on this team. Um, I get how good Josh Allen is, but to me, Patrick Mahomes is worth more to the Kansas City Chiefs than Josh Allen is to the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo still has an elite roster. They, they, better defense than the Chiefs, right? Because we, yeah. yes. we saw Mahomes that really dragged the whole 53 to a win last week against the Titans. At least the Bills, even though some of those defensive starts are out, they still have a capable defense, that is for sure. All right, we'll get back. Uh, Nick Whalen's going to join us at the top of uh, hour number two to talk more things NFL. we got a lot of other news and notes around the NFL that could affect some of these numbers. We'll get to those. But we do have Friday night college football, Amal, because what was it? How many days in a row with football every day? I think like 30. 30 straight days of just glorious football, whether it's college or NFL. Uh, Let's get to the college slate. we got ECU against Cincinnati. You know, first blush, you go, well, the Bearcats are probably going to be eight, nine-point favorites at home. Nope. Four and a half now against East Carolina. And that total at 52, is there any lean either way here, sir? Uh, you know, I was looking at this game, and I'm going to stay away from this one. Uh, you look at Ehlers, the quarterback of um, East Carolina, has done a really nice job for this team. This team is competitive. They're dangerous. The Cincinnati, the problem has been with Ben Bryant, the lack of consistency. I don't know if they're going to cover this number or not, but it should be a pretty good game if you're not betting on it just to watch in general. I think this should be a pretty close to that, you know, towards the spread and total here, a 28-24 type of game. And what I like, Amal, is what you'll do is if you don't like a game, that means you think it's it's lined accordingly, right? That yeah. we're you're looking exactly. at it, it's pretty tight. We're trying to find advantages that we go, oh, I like this side uh, or this total. You don't see one there. What do you make of Luke Fickle this year coming off the, uh, the you know, Final Four last year, making it to the college football playoff? You knew there'd be a drop-off with the talent, but what do you make of the job he's done this year, the year after? Look, I think he's done a very solid job. You lose a uh, you know high draft pick in Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. You lose a top five pick in Sauce Gardner, who's going to be potentially the NFL Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, so you lost some talent there. Uh, you lost Sanders on that front of the defensive line as well. Uh, you know, I think Cincinnati, the one thing that's a challenge for them is even when they go to the Big 12, it'll help them in recruiting. But they're not able to get those guys – and remember, they're in the state of Ohio, so you got to compete with the Buckeyes in terms of some of the guys you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to give him a ton of credit for what he's been able to do in terms of the talent that he's bring, brought in. They have to develop those guys. They've done a nice job of doing so, and I think he's done a solid job this year. You mentioned Desmond Ritter. If you watched that that Falcons game last night against the Panthers that didn't go well for the ATL, yeah. I love Marcus Mariota. I mean, as a person, he's, he's an amazing person. As a quarterback, I don't know if he's a starting quarterback. Do you start to go, what do I have in Desmond Ritter for the ATL? You know, I think the one thing that Atlanta, and, and mistakenly, and I'm trying to pull up the standings real oh, quick. Oh, they're, they're right there because nobody's above 500. Correct. But to me, I mean, they're 4-6, and six, Tampa's 4-5, and five, Saints are 3-6, and six, and Carolina's 3-7. and seven. Do you really want to get in the po- – look, I guess everybody's argument is you want to get in the playoffs because it gets you experience. You have a shot, right? Right. You get in any game, you could win it theoretically. Um, but this team is basically who their record is. It's and they, they need a quarterback, but I also think the offensive line play is not great either. No, it's a run-first team. They're struggling to throw the ball. You saw it last night. We know that the inclement weather didn't help either. Colorado against USC tonight. Yeah. Boy, this doesn't feel like just a butt-whipping coming on a Friday night. 34-and-a-half, and look at the, the correlated total there of 65-and-a-half. 
Any chance that the Buffs, the fight in Mike Pritchards, can stay within this 34 and a half? Uh, no, they can't. I think USC – Colorado's lost two of their last three games by more than 35 points against uh, Oregon State. I think they lost that game uh, 42 to 9 or, or – I'm sorry, somewhere in that range. And mm-hmm. then um, – uh, Oregon beat them 49 to 10. So I think this Colorado team could be in trouble here, Dave. That's one area of concern I have. I would lay this number with the Trojans. But in terms of the correlation here, I don't see it because I don't think Colorado's going to be able to score enough. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Oregon State beat them by only 33, 42 to 9. Just 33. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just 33. They covered. They yeah, barely but covered. Personally, I like the 70 to 1 money line tonight. <laughs> don't to bet one. that. Don't bet that. Just uh, don't do it, people. Real quick, I want to give you some numbers outside the Cal game this year. This is the points that Colorado's given up. 38. By the way, TCU took that entire first half off. If you guys saw that game on the Thursday night. Yeah. I mean, TCU, I didn't even know which team was going to show up. Uh, they scored six points. I'm sorry, seven points in the first half, 31 in the second half. 41 by Air Force, 49 by Minnesota. Minnesota scored 49. Minnesota does not score 49 points in eight, in eight quarters. No matter how many boats they row. Exactly. <laughs> UCLA, 45. Arizona, 43. Oregon State, 42. Arizona State, 42. Oregon, 49. I mean, this team, outside of that one Cal game, has given up 38 to everybody. I think the Trojans go north of 50 tonight. Very quickly, sneak one in before we go to break. Fresno State out here in the desert against UNLV. Uh, what do you make of this one here? Any shot for the home team here? I guess pretty good quarterback now at, uh, back at Fresno State. Yeah, uh, in terms of Jake Hayner, he's terrific in terms of what he can do. Going to stay away from this game. Uh, the health right now of UNLV is a little bit of a concern for me. I'm going to stay off this you game. You ever see a number move more because of a college quarterback in Jake Hayner? Mike uh, goodness, no. nine and a half on the road. For Fresno State. When we come back, we're going to talk more NFL. Take a look at those changing lines and some injuries that are associated with it. Come on back. Big bets here on Friday on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. It sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits page for every game at VEASAN.com. We roll along in this Veterans Day edition of Big Bets here on Visa. And we are here at South Point Casino and Hotel. And you see this line behind Amal and I right now. And you see a lot of servicemen and women in like Air Force hats and Army hats, Marine Corps hats, Navy. They are giving out free lunch to everybody here at South Point. And this line is going around the block. I think that's really cool of South Point. And across the country, I see a lot of these promotions out there where a lot of uh, companies are offering free dinners and, and the like today. And I don't mean to go on my soapbox here, but I, I don't understand why is it that we just only appreciate our service men and women only once a year. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like when you're flying on a plane, people are like, oh, take my seat in first class. I'm like, you know, this person just sacrificed potentially life, limb, and other things along the way. But, hey, you know what? You can have my seat in first class. should be an appreciation 365. That's why I'm, like, very anti-Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. You should appreciate your mother and father every day of the year, right? Just once a day of the year. Come on. Give me a break. It's an <laughs> awesome thing the Gone family's doing, though. This oh, is amazing. A free, free buffet for veteran plus one. Uh, so that's why you got so many people here. Great to see. Good but, on you. That is really, really cool. Just love but, to see that. For people that are unaware, we have Nellis Air Force Base here in the Las Vegas area. Yep. So you have a lot of service members in this part of the country here. So always much appreciated. Yeah, very, very cool. So love to see that going on across the country today. Uh, we've been mentioning the NFL, and obviously there are some. Uh, there's a big game obviously going to go on in Munich uh, this weekend over in Germany as the NFL keeps expanding overseas. This is the first game there, Tom Brady said, which kind of surprised me, first time he's ever stepped foot in Germany. He said, I like it. I'm going to be back when it's not a business trip. Another time, I don't know if he'll be solo on that trip. He's going to have company. But – He's going to have company this weekend with the other 52 against the Seahawks here. They're laying two and a half here, and the total, 44 and a half. I got to be honest with you, I, I feel like because Seattle's offense is one I trust now, and that we saw what Brady was able to do at least in the final two minutes of that wild ending against the Buccaneers, excuse me, against the uh, Rams, 
I kind of like the over in this one, 44 and a half. I don't know the field. It, it sounds like the conditions are going to be fine, but I never know it until you really see it. But I do kind of lean towards the over here. You see here in the betting splits, everything pretty much is split right down the middle. No, I would agree with you. And I, I to me, this is a game that I, it's a tough call if you don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. But I expect it to be heavily bet, right? 930 on the East Coast, yeah. 630 out here. People will be tuning in. The NFL, they can play at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. And it, it'll have people watching. Does it does it affect your handicap, though, when you have the games in London? Now you have this game in Munich. Because it's not like we know when you're playing on turf, you know, your own, whatever it might be. Yeah. We don't know what these conditions, the fields, are necessarily going to be like. Well, it's going to be a grass field there, right? They're yep. playing at the Allianz where you see uh, Bayern uh, Munich play their, their home games there. Uh, you know, probably one of the premier three or four teams in, in terms of all of European soccer. But... Uh, I, I don't expect the conditions to be in play at all here unless there's some elements from a weather standpoint, which I doubt. But the big thing is to me, has Tampa turned the corner? Did that comeback kind of propel them? Is that the one you look back and you say, hey, this got them on track? Yeah. I don't know. You know, so it, it remains to be seen. I think Seattle has to get some credit for what they've been able to do. I, I have to tell you, as we're talking about Tampa and that drive, I thought Seattle answering the bell after the pick six in the third quarter, Dave, Really, what what a great job by Geno Smith and this team. And then the aggressiveness. I don't know if you guys saw the end of the uh, Cardinals game. Yeah. I love the aggressiveness throwing the ball to Noah Fant instead of running fullback dive up the middle like everybody else. Go ahead, get the punt team ready. We'll yep. play action. He busted deep. And then, again, instead of playing for knees or a field goal, they run it in, make it a two-score game, and say, all right, we're, we're going to be we're gonna be okay. Now, if you guys score, get an onside kick and beat us that way, so be it. We're going to get the points. Favorite teaser leg of the year for me. I got Seahawks teased up. Let's go. I'll all take eight and a half. I mean, it's at three now. I think you can take the three and be happy with it, too. I like it this week. I do, too. I, I just, I, again, we've talked about it this week. It's, it's a team I trust now. They have an identity. And it's, you know, I think some people believe that they're kind of playing on borrowed time a little bit. I don't see it that way. I, I, I look at the Giants as a borrowed time team. I don't see Seattle as Fugazi and a team that might go away. First of all, good word cho- a good word choice there with Fugazi. <laughs> Love that usage. Uh, second, think about this. Remember the uh, St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf? Yeah. They were in 4-12 and 12 the previous season. They had a guy from the high V leading them to a Super Bowl. Right. I think a guy that played at West Virginia might have a chance to be competent enough. I mean, leads the league in pl- uh, completion percentage, excuse me, at 73%. He's done a great job. And, and I tell you guys, Kelly, I know you follow college football pretty closely. Kenneth Walker got Mel Tucker $95 million. Yes, he did. I think he might be able to run the ball a little bit and help out Seattle, which he's done. He's been a revelation, certainly for them, uh, because all the injuries he had with Chris Carson uh, and, and certainly Rashad Penny as well. So he has been uh, everything they need on that offense and more. We talked about the Vikings and the Bills again. We'll keep monitoring that Josh Allen situation. Kelly gets oh, us. We will have, I will have video for you soon, but I uh... – I, I'm just going to say, keep, keep your eyes on this game because Josh Allen was not there at the beginning of practice, reported, you know, was not at practice for the media portion. Yeah. There was uh, caught on camera Josh Allen at practice until they caught a camera on him and then him running off the field. So I'm just going to say, take, take that for what it's worth, but that happened today at Bill's practice. So how much is it worth based on your statement? I don't know. I, whatever people, there's certain. Cha- I like to challenge people on certain notions. People would go, you know, I didn't get that job. Well, you know, it wasn't meant to be. Well, maybe because you failed in the interview. Does that make you feel better when you kind of just but, try and? But my, I got okay. My point is, ball. Relax, man. Relax. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, but if you see a guy ruled out for three days, three straight Correct. days, you think he's out, right? I, I practice, Mrs. Practice on Friday, he's out. Now I think the Bills are trying to maybe uh, run one bias here. I got to tell you, the funniest thing about this story to me, though, is again, for you know, we were, you yeah. were in Dallas. I was in D.C. for a long long time and I 
used to have to do this. Yeah. And we'd have our cameras on there in the morning. I remember when Albert Hainsworth was trying to pass the, uh, the, the strength and conditioning test. And we happened to be rolling when Big Al couldn't do it. And they came up and said, uh, you get to turn your camera yeah, on. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Like, it's our fault. Yeah. So, like, this, whoever this person is that got that footage of Josh Allen, they're, like, mad at the reporter. No, 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 no. We're allowed to be there. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like Zapruder film stuff. They're trying to hide the footage of Josh Allen running off a field. What's going on here? Well, first of all, I don't think the Bengals still have an indoor practice facility. So I'd go full drone shot on these teams. <laughs> Very simple solution. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah oh, absolutely. They would, oh, they would freak I, out. If Belichick hasn't thought about this already, then I would be shocked. I believe the term is Belichick. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, so we'll keep <laughs> an eye on the that. SEC. <laughs> Lions and Bears on Sunday. Oh, my. This one feels like it should be a high-scoring affair. But the, the weird thing is I trust the Bears' offense more than I do the Lions' offense these days, right? Because it feels like the Lions' offense now clicks for a half, and then it shuts down for a couple games. So I don't know what to make. Look at the total, 48-and-a-half, and the Bears are laying two-and-a-half. Dave, what are you missing? Jared Goff's the quarterback. He can't play well for four quarters. They cannot. They do not put one game together. They don't. Well, first of all, I don't think their defense is that good. I know they played well against Aaron Rodgers. I, yeah. I think he made some bad throws. Um, but I like the Bears here. Short number, two and a half. I'm surprised it's come down off that three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a hard time backing this Detroit defense. You see the money and the number of bets are all coming in on the Bears here. 84% of the money and 79% of the bets. So that does surprise me, too, when you see that. But yet the number dips inside that three to two and a half. Would suggest some smart monies on the Lions, but I'm kind of with you on this one. All I look at it and I go, "What am I missing as to why this comes off that key number of three here?" I know, like you know, maybe the Buccaneers stole one, maybe the Lions stole one a little bit last week against the Packers, and sometimes you get that turn the corner feel. The Bears' defense is not the same defense it was at the beginning of the year. They trade away their their two best elements of that defense. But their offense is starting to really click with that running game. Well, look, they've scored over 30 points. I mean, I know they had two missed extra points. There were two-point attempts in the game against Dallas. I think they wound up with 29. But this team has really been able to flourish since that Monday night game against New England. And I think against a team like Detroit, they're going to be in great shape here. I really like their chances in this game. And sometimes you make a play, Dave, and it turns out to be the wrong one. Fine, so be it. You live with it. But in particular, why I like this one is we're at under three here. Yeah. Right? It's a division game. You expect to be close three, four, six, seven, probably somewhere in that range. However, now you get two and a half. Pretty attractive number. Feels like it to me, too. I'm seeing it that way as well. What about the Broncos and the Titans? This is an interesting game for me because I looked at the Titans closely in that game against the Chiefs. I mean, I, if I'm Mike Vrabel, I'm going into that locker room. I'm like, boys – Thank you. You guys played your hearts out, especially defensively, right? We got a we got a kid in there playing quarterback that's not ready to play quarterback, right? Because we got an injured wide receiver that can't play quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, and we gave them everything that they could muster in overtime, and we couldn't pull it out. How do you get up off the deck after playing that well? And then you got a bruised Bronco team coming in here, but they're feeling good about their victory a week ago over there in uh, in England. Same way Kelly does it every day. I sit there, I abuse him. He comes in, he's a professional. That's exactly what the Tennessee Titans puts the hat on and goes to work. Absolutely. That's the same thing the Tennessee Titans are going to do. The same thing the Miami Hurricanes are going to try to do after Kelly's team absolutely abused them last weekend. Look, I'm staying away from this game completely. I don't see one lean one way or the other. I don't know if you guys have an opinion. 
I think it's a tough game to call one side or the other. I, I took the three with Denver. That's not a bad play. I mean, right. I, I, you can make the argument either way. And, and I, it, the two and a half with Tennessee. So there you go. And again, <laughs> do, I'm assuming it's still going to be Malik, right? Or, or do we know? Well, Ryan Tannehill practicing, but he was limited today. Okay. So well, that's something to certainly keep an eye on. When we come back, I, I got to tell you one of the worst betting stories ever between my best friend and I and what happened. Oh, I can't wait to get that. That's what they call a tease, kids. We're back with more Big Bets in a Mall story next here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or dipper who's tried to making, uh, making a change, no one would blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common. They don't work. They're either too complicated to use, they don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low profile enough to enjoy anywhere, anytime, so you might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zyn.com, that's E-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here on this Veterans Day edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. Kelly, do you have this Zapruder film of Josh Allen? Has it been located? <laughs> that we do. That is there an do. umbrella that pops up in the middle of a sunny day? What happens on this thing? Oh, you'll check it out right now. So oh, boy. There's Josh Allen. Camera's been spotted. Get off the field. Get off the field. It's an elbow. Why is he, like... <laughs> Got to sprint off the field, Dave, so uh, nobody else. Sees nobody you can there. see him like shake out his arm. This is ri- this is ridiculous. But this is this is not a knock on Sean McDermott, by the way. This is coaching. This is the, the only coach I've ever known that really didn't care what you saw was Steve Spurrier. That's the one coach I covered in D.C. that just didn't really care. Go go ahead, boys. Everybody else, it's super secretive. Hey, Josh Allen, there's a camera on you. Run away. What? I, th- I thought that was a little bit absurd right there. Um, I mean, it's an elbow situation. You're out there. You n- doesn't even have pads on. What's just, the big deal? You can't just stand there? Okay. Well, well, I mean, the other thing is, like, are the Bills just screwing with us? Like, who knows? Could right? be. Right? I mean, this is like, all... hey, there's a camera out there. Josh, run out there and act like you're going to take a snap. Yeah, this is really going to confuse the Vikings. The Vikings, by the way, have already prepared for Josh Allen for weeks. They did it all summer long, and I'm sure that they've got a book on Case Keenum. Yeah, no, absolutely right. I would say so. So, all right, by the way, we got to get to your story. So you said it was the worst betting story with you and your best friend? Yeah, so we wouldn't take each other's money. Yeah. Right? We're business partners in a business, and so we're going to take each other's money. So he bets on Michigan minus two and a half. Against? Illinois. Okay. I like the Illini, so I'm not taking two and a half. I'm taking the plus price. Oh, no. Game goes to four overtimes in 2010. Michigan wins. It's not college basketball, by the way. Win 67-65 against the Illini. The two and a half doesn't get there and the money line doesn't get there. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we just gave the book an obscene amount of money. Oh, my God. But you talk about the narrowest of window to lose both. That, well, so it's funny. Michigan scores, <laughs> makes the two-point conversion. I said to him, I said, you know, we're both going to lose. You do it then. He, he goes, I know. He goes, Illinois is going to score and they're not going to make it. I said, 100%. 
We knew it right then and there. I mean, it was absolutely brutal. Because I thought about when you mentioned you got uh, three and you got two and a half yeah. or vice versa. I right. was like, at least you guys are in a favorable side. One can push, one, <laughs> one can, can win. One can push, one can win. Yeah. I'm like, we had no choice here. This was back when they ran the overtimes all the way through until guys dropped dead. Oh, man. Which but, is the way you should do it. Yeah. I'm all for that. <laughs> Run the kids into the ground until we get a winner. Uh, by the way, what is the new overtime system? When do they go to the go for two? So, uh, it's, was it after three overtimes? No. So the first overtime is regular. You go for an extra point. Right. Second one, you have to have go, to for, go two. for two. That's why I love the call by LSU, because they're going to have to go for two in the next one, right. and you're first anyway. But, so, but what is it that after, a so after certain, the no, second you just one, go for two? After the second overtime, you go for just the two-point conversion. It's insane. Can the NFL – like, I would take that insanity versus a tie in the NFL. I really would, because at least college gets it right. There will not be a tie. We will have a winner at the end of the day. What's, gonna, the, what's the name of it? The style, what is it, like the Kansas City showdown or something, know, overtime where, where or something? Come up with this stuff? It's, like, it's got some kind of name. I've never heard that before in it my life. It has a name? Oh, yeah. we've I'm going to find By the, the way, show, since we we're talking about overtime real quick, and I have, uh, Kelly, you may, I've already asked you this, Dave, I might have already asked you this, but Sean can chime in. His Raiders never play well enough to get to overtime, oh, so he wow. may not be a well aware. Well, then, the, or, um, or they lose to the Cardinals. Yeah, in exactly. Overtime. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, real quick, and if you're on Twitter, you can respond. What's the most points a team can win by in overtime in the NFL? You can win by. Oh, come on, Dave. We were testing on this earlier today. Nine. Yeah, you got it. You, go. you got it. Oh, not today. Ball tested on us this earlier. Yeah, I did. I did. Six. Correct. Correct. I, I always ask people that right away. Six. No. I'm like, is this your first time watching football? <laughs> I cannot stand the overtime rules in the NFL, but you guys already know that. Uh, let's get back. Uh, and by the way, if you want to get at us on Twitter, uh, hit us up. Uh, D. Ross Sports and Marshall One. Kelly, I, you're Kelly, but you got the E E Y in there, right? E Y. That's right. At Kelly Bidlin. There it is. So you can hit either. Or all of us up here, or of course, just hit up, hit us up at vison.com. Okay, let's get back to the NFL as well, and we talk about the Jags and the Chiefs a little bit. And I look at that Chiefs offense, I marvel because it's all Patrick Mahomes right now, and he what over 400 yards passing and over 60 yards rushing to, to account for over 500 yards of total offense. How do the Jags stop him? I mean, the total I think is the highest one on the board this week at 51 and a half, and the Chiefs a big number nine and a half. Jags can score. Can they defend enough to stay inside that number? You know, it's a great question. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, because I think Jacksonville has been inconsistent. They played terribly defensively in the first half against the Raiders. Then all of a sudden, second half, they are able to flip the script, win that game. They don't give up a single point to the Raiders in that second half. Um, You look at this team, they're they're competitive. You you look at all their losses. They had a five-game losing streak. Uh, They lost by eight, seven, seven, six, four. I mean, so they've been right there. They lose by eight against Philadelphia. They got off to that fast start. I think it was 13 nothing in yeah. that game or 14 nothing, something like that. Boy, I remember that one well. And, um, <laughs> you know, to me, yeah, it was 14 nothing. And I- I'm just surprised, though, that Kansas City has not been backed because generally the public likes them. I- I'm surprised this number's come down a little bit. I-, I agree with the move, but I would have thought it would have gone in favor of the Chiefs here because of how pro, uh, proficient their offense can be. Could be a pros-Joe scenario. because see the majority of the money and the bets have come in on Kansas City, but to your point, all the numbers still come down. That shows you that, that maybe some of the the, uh, the sharp money is really coming in on Jacksonville. And by the way, you know, I, Kansas City at home, they've been like auto-fade this year. If you've yes. taken the points, and they're, they're figuring out ways to win, but they're not covering a lot of numbers at home. Dave, you bring up a great point. Let, let's just quickly run over these Chiefs games that we've seen so far at home this year. They they beat the Chargers 27-24. They beat the Raiders 30-29. They lose to the Bills 24-20. 
Uh, they beat the Titans 20-17. to 17. So you mentioned it. In the four games so far this year. Zippo. They, they managed. Yeah, I mean, they have not done anything. They managed to win these games by, what, a combined seven points in the three wins out of four games played at home? And we always say this. Look, we're not saying always follow the trend here. Correct. But they have not covered at home yet this year. Not to say that they won against the Jaguars, but just know that information. They've been a much better play on the road, obviously, you can look at those games against uh, at San Francisco. They absolutely <laughs> mollywopped those guys. Uh, and then the Buccaneers, they get that 10-point win there when they were catching points. So they've been a better, and again, at Arizona week one, they've been really good ATS on the road and uh, nary a win at home ATS for what that's worth. Let's get to the Browns and Dolphins game uh, this week down there in Miami. I'm assuming you guys, Mr. Florida, I got two Floridians with me here. Cat one is long gone. So I'm assuming we're going to – I just love saying that, like a meteorologist. Like, is there an Alberta Clipper that's going to come down in yeah, Miami? You, you need to use your hands more. First, first, the high-pressure <laughs> system over here, Dave, has pushed the hurricane God, out Cat to the West. is gone for, off First of all, I, th- I think he's making fun of me because I basically <laughs> said, a Category 1, if you're in Orlando, in you know Orange or Seminole County, it's not really a threat. Yeah, you're, not, you're usually you don't not fear feeling a cat much because it's not coastal. If you're a right. Cat 1, you don't change your plans. We're not referees in the NBA. I'm boarding up the windows at a Cat 1. You, know, you do put down your shutters when you've got the automatic shutter, so that way you don't have to leave the house if you don't want to. But listen, it's not the end of the world. So uh, you're right. If you got the automatic ones. I'm not going outside for a Cat 1. to. Bo- to, to Thank to, you. To, I oh, agree with okay. that. <laughs> so exactly. when do you guys start no, boarding them up, though, Kelly? Do you do it a Cat 2, Cat 3? What is it? Two, what? Three, K- K- two, two, well, K- it depends two, if it can turn into a Cat 3. Then you got to go full board up. Got to be ready to go. I-95 North getting out of town. The hell out of Dodge. All right, so we're expecting better weather down there for the fish uh, this weekend against the the Brownies. This has been interesting because, again, it's actually come down a little bit. Cleveland's taken some of the the money here because it was four earlier in the week, now down to three and a half. What do you make of it? You guys are going to have to help me on this one. I don't understand this move. Now, the one thing I will point to is I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to slow down the Browns running game enough. Nick Chubb. I tell you, it annoys me that he didn't get. He lost a couple yards on a carry against the Ravens that cost him a thousand yard season as a rookie. Wow! This guy's bubblegum card is outstanding. Thousand yards, thousand yards, thousand yards every year. He's going to have another thousand yard season. I'm a little bit surprised by this move, guys. I don't know. Maybe you see something I don't hear. But this Miami offense has been great with Tua playing under center. They've done yeah. a tremendous job. Waddle and Tyreek Hill, top ten both in receiving yards. They're a tremendous tandem. I believe. So- Every game he's finished, Kelly? Uh, yes, they're 6-0. Yeah, no. yep. I, mean, yeah, so, I mean, Denzel Ward back, Teller back yes. on the offensive line. Okay. Oh, those Teller's going to play as well. Yeah, those are big. Um, I, I mean, the biggest thing, Miles Garrett, Miles, there's a quote, Miles Garrett said in, lo- in locker room music, might be a credit to the energy the shi- uh, energy shift the team has felt. Quote, we don't usually play music in the locker room. All of a sudden, guys are flying around and making plays all over the field. So music, Dave Frost, it's the cure to everything. Dude, I, are you I'm, kidding me? <laughs> He Miles said that. Garrett said, because he's like a smooth jazz guy. What are they playing in there? I don't know. What, what makes you think he's a smooth smooth jazz guy? I, I, I believe I read that. You're like, he's a real chill dude. Oh, okay. So what are they playing in there? I tied I Dolphins' playing? money line in with uh, Dave Ross's Cowboys into a money line parlay. That's First of all, don't, don't ever say that if you did take the Cowboys. Yeah, are they, know, they right? playing like, you <laughs> crank that point. soldier boy out. You <laughs> crank that soldier boy <laughs> Is that a dated reference? Dave Rock I love that on one. That was way better than your other songs. <laughs> We're back with more NFL next on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, (laughs) Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you are a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance Bet, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus. Get Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Head over to BetRivers.com. Download the BetRivers app today. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, we roll on here on the Veterans Day edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. Going to have Nick Whalen join us at the top of the hour to talk more NFL. Jordan Sherwood's going to join us in hour number two from the great city of Chicago, the second city. And we're going to talk UFC 281. Why the second city? Like, New York is the first city. It's like, I know because I've lived in, not in New York City, but upstate. Like, Chicago and New York, they, there's this rivalry there. 
Is it really a rivalry? It's not a rivalry. It's 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 not a rivalry. It's like when somebody tried to compare Michigan to uh, oh. Alabama in football. I'm like, it's not a rivalry. It's not a comparison, right? In so New, New York, York's number one, Chicago's number two. I love the people in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not trying, trying to get it. Look, I no, 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 I'm don't just saying. my card. I was there for eight years. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that, but come on. Well, the pizza, the pizza in Chicago is just not as good as New York. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if this guy, if this guy, if he had said what I thought he was going to say, I would have walked out. What do you think I was going to say? The pizza in Chicago is better. Oh, no, 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 it's not. I, I would have just walked out. It's, I would have said, come on, stop it's, it. Uh, it's, if you like cardboard pie, that's what it is. <laughs> but bad, bad pizza is better than no pizza. I was going to say, I don't discriminate against any kind of pizza. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know if you can see me, but I don't That's discriminate it. against any kind so of pizza. So, again, we, we love you, Chicago. It's just you, you got to get a New York slice. Uh, let's get back to the NFL here very quickly. And uh, we have not touched on the Texans and the Giants yet. Now, later on, we're give some of the plays that we like. I love this play. I got it at five and a half for the uh, Texans. You like Houston. I do. And now, this is – like we were talking about Seattle earlier, and I said, I don't think that they're Fugazi. I think they're legit. I think the Giants might be a little bit fake, fake. So I'm not buying in fully on the G men yet. And I know you go, well, that's crazy. We're at the halfway point. You see the job Brian Dable does. They're always in one score games. So give me the points with the Texans. They don't blow anybody out. I'm going to take Houston. I think they actually could be live on the money line. And you think the Texans have more angles than a South African diamond cutter? Come on. <laughs> I think they're live this week against, against the boys that from New York but play in Jersey. I just – I don't think this is – I think the number's too high. I, you know, I would agree with you. Look, I don't, I'm not playing this game, but if I were to, I would take the Texans taking the points here. Pierce has been terrific. I'm not sure about Davis Mills, but the Giants, in terms of their offensive consistency, has been lacking. And if you look at them, they've never really blown anybody out. That's right. So, to me, I get where you're coming from. I just can't touch this game. The other thing is, though, the Texans got to get some wide receivers. We saw that in the Thursday night game last week against the Eagles. The running game is there. The pass game has been very lacking. you got to stop Saquon Barkley, too. Well, uh, you know, the guy who, who was oh. holding out, Brandon Cooks, will be back. He's back. He wants yeah. to play this week. Yeah, what was the reason they gave last week? I know Kelly had a, a, the official report. Kelly, official, what was official out due to pouting. Pouting. He was out for pouting. That's what they really wrote? No. no Could you no. imagine? That's what I wrote. Well, no, because they remember. No, 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 no. That's, no, because, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greg Popovich on a DNP for uh, um, Tim Timmy Duncan, he wrote, Old age. No, he did not. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Old age. And that's a great dig. Now, they <laughs> were tight. So he could do that, but that is hysterical. That was great. Pouting would have been the best. Uh, <laughs> That's why I asked. I don't know. Maybe Lovey's like, I don't care. I'm the coach of this team. <laughs> He's pouting. He's not going to play. Uh, so, again, the, the, you see most of the money has been coming in on the G-men here. It is part of uh, the three plays I like. It's the all-Texas play. I'm going to ride with those Horn Frogs, taking the seven, and I'm going to take those Texans. I got them at five. And I'm going to lay the four with the Cowboys here, and I know Kelly's on that as well. Do you, do you like that play of laying the four against Green Bay? Because to me, it's gotten down to where it's a playable number. Um, I would agree with the numbers a lot more in hand here at minus four. I don't, I'm not going to play this game. I tell you what, there's some games I really like this weekend, and then the other ones I think are really difficult. I, I think my problem right now with Green Bay is this, and sometimes you see this with the odds makers with certain teams, mm-hmm. right? They have their mind made up that a team is this or that yeah. based on their rankings. I still feel like ah, Green Bay could scare me a little bit, but at some point in time, you got to recognize who they are and what they are. And I think that's the case with Green Bay at this point in time. Yeah, Cowboys laying four. That total was low at 43.5 as well. So, look, the Packer defense is something I thought that they would really kind of – they would be able to run the football effectively. The running backs that they have, 
They've, they have had a good defense on paper. The defense has not panned out. I think what they're doing there that the real problem is is they're, they're trying to let Aaron Rodgers do things and bring these young kids up to speed, and they're not ready for that. And as long as they don't run the ball, every, I can't believe I'm saying this. Every time they drop back to pass this weekend against the Cowboys, I'm going to go, all right, I'll take my chances. Like, that's how I want the – you saw what the Bears did. The Bears ran all over the Cowboys. If you try to just go pass first, the Cowboys will win this game by double digits. Uh, I don't know if I subscribe to that. Really? Yes. Because I think I just think Micah and uh, Demarcus and those guys up front will be able to get after Aaron Rodgers. He threw three picks last week. I mean, this is not the same Aaron Rodgers that's the back-to-back MVP. No, no, no. I'm not saying he is, but I'm a big fan of players and teams off of a very, very poor performance. You know, I mentioned to you guys before we came on air today, I was talking about um, St. Louis Blues last night, eight-game losing streak. Um, you saw the New York Rangers on a three-game losing streak. All of a sudden, they put up six goals in the third period against the Detroit Red Wings. So all I'm saying is AR-12 played one of the worst games he's played in a long, long time. Does he come back refocused? You you know, I think part of the problem is their lack of drafting wide receivers high has finally started to hurt them. Yeah. Yeah, They they actually feel it now. And, again, the the guys that got last year, too, Dobbs and uh, Watson there, they have not exactly panned out so far uh, early on here as the, the rookies for that wide receiving core. I do want to get to a, a game, and Kelly, i got to get your input on the, Col- on the Colts and the Raiders because just can you just tell me who is playing for the Raiders? Because, <laughs> by the way, this is one of the most stunning stories I think I've ever heard. We talked about it where who was it that quit for the, for the Bills uh, at halftime? Davis, Vontae Davis. Blake Martinez led the Raiders in tackles last week with 11. He retired this week. He led the team in tackles last week and then said, you know what, boys? Deuces. I'm out. <laughs> I, I, it's, the, it's the dysfunctionality bowl this week, right? Sure. I mean, come on. You got a team nobody wants to be in Las <laughs> Vegas and then, the, and then the coaching staff a full, t- full turnover with Indianapolis. This is amazing. So I get these alerts uh, from this app called Smart News and they'll send you like local headlines and it says Raiders linebacker retires. And I figured it was some practice squad yeah. guy, so I didn't look at it. Because you know, you, know, you know, they always do these teases. They're like, big story, and you're like, dude, this guy's going to play Juco right. ball. He's not even going to Bama or somewhere, right? <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm glad you brought that up. But i got to tell you something. I know people are going to be critical of him. Here's where the problem is for him. I don't think he'll be able to get a job within the NFL if he wanted to coach or anything like that. Oh, mm. but but I got to tell you, he's had a great career. No, it's okay. He's. Uh, I read the story. He's apparently a very big Pokemon card collector. So he's going to make his money doing that. I'm dead serious. I think I'm joking right now. Dead serious. Look, they, they, got, him, they got Blake Martinez, and he looked like he was kind of one foot out of the game anyway, and the Raiders brought him back. And maybe that he's going, why am I playing for this team? Like, why am I putting my body on the line for this? But for a team that's going absolutely nowhere. But I just cannot believe that the week after being the most productive player on the defense, you just say, hey, boys, good luck against the Colts. So I'm going, going to, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm looking at his career earnings. What do you guys guess real quick? What Blake do you think, Martinez? Blake? Yes, come on. Give me a guess here. Don't how take many, too long. How many years in the league? Uh, like 10? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Okay. $12 million. I was going to go 13. 28.9. Oh, wow. Okay. And by the way, this year's salary so far, 300, I mean, this must be earnings that hasn't completely updated, but 311000 
I'd have been like, deuces. I'm going to count my money. See you later. Enjoy the game. I got a story pulled up here. He just sold a rare Pokemon card for $672,000. Oh, my Did God. Did you want to rescind your earlier yeah. statement there, Free Shoes? <laughs> hey, where do I get my Pokemon cards? Yeah, right? Holy mackerel. I don't know anything about it, but I know, obviously, it's worth a lot of money, not just based on what he said, but I've heard this previously. So you cut your former first-round safety, Jonathan Abrams. He go he's gone. The, the linebacker retired. This is all within the, the last week, people. Okay, Hunter Renfro goes on IR. Darren Waller goes on IR. He wasn't playing anyway, right? So these guys are out for yeah. a minimum of four more weeks. I believe Josh Jacobs, I, I don't think he's going to be able to go now. This is insanity. Who is suiting up for the silver and black against a guy who's never called a play for the Colts and Jeff Saturday, who was on ESPN with a big monitor behind him a week ago, he's now the head coach. This is the most dysfunctional game I think I've ever heard of in the history of the NFL. Well, look, I told you coming in this week, I like the Colts simply because it's the Saturday thing doesn't bother me. I think that's far overblown. You still have your position coach. You have everybody there. It's not like that's changing. You just have different play calls. It's not like all of a sudden they're like, hey, guys, we've got five days. Here's a new playbook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I'm not worried about that. I think this team will be fine. So Jacobs is going to go, Kelly? Yeah, Jacobs is going to go. Okay. I'd heard this morning. I was like, what is, is he got? Like, these stories have been coming out of, for the Raiders here. And it's like, boy, who are the live bodies and the warm bodies are going to have it on offense? And now the defense is down a bunch of guys that were playing a week ago uh, that are not going to be able to play today. So, again, uh, keep an eye on that. Very quickly, hour number one, we want to give out the pro tip here for hour number one, and it is very simply be leery of some of these line moves that you see. Don't always trust it uh, based on just that. Sometimes it's based off shaky info. That's from uh, just one person and more. So you do not always have to follow that line move. We're talking about it in respects to the Bills. That was nine and a half down to three and a half right now. So before you hop on the Vikings, maybe the best of that number could be long gone. Come on back. We'll be back next talking more NFL here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.